Hey guys, this is KCTV and welcome back. This is the podcast again and it's nice to be talking to you guys. It's nice to be talking to you guys about different topics, different things and yeah, let's just get right into it. Thanks for listening guys. So the things that we're going to be talking about today is Madonna and her Aretha Franklin speech or shall I say, um, what do you call it, dedication um, or tribute should I say. Uh, so we're going to be talking about that that's a big thing we're also going to be talking about chh and the lack of marketing or should i say they struggle how to market market the same way other people in the mainstream market so we're going to be talking about that we're also going to be talking about why drake is pretty much leading the way why drake is always on top of everything why is he so successful what does he do right what does he get right we're going to be talking about that and we're going to be talking about a few other things um that comes up so but so first things first let's talk about madonna and that tribute so if you've been living on the rock or you just haven't been watching the news or paying attention to entertainment news madonna decides to do a tribute to aretha franklin i say decides but the vma put up to do a tribute to aretha franklin now everyone is expecting her to talk about aretha, aretha franklin's lifestyle talk about her her music, everything she's done, the roots from gospel. People are thinking, thinking that Madonna's going to talk about those things. But no, Madonna, as you know, Madonna does some wacky things and she decides to talk about herself. So Madonna starts off talking about herself, about how she's, she could have been a prostitute or something like that. The worst that can happen is I can go back to getting robbed, held at gunpoint, and being mistaken for a prostitute in my third floor walk-up that was also a crack house. Because none of this would have happened, could have happened, without Our Lady of Soul. She led me to where I am today, and I know she influenced so many people in this house tonight, in this room tonight. Yep. And I want to thank you, Aretha, for empowering all of us. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Now, I really don't understand why she decided to talk about herself for a majority of this tribute. There's no reason for her to talk about herself. This is about someone else. She just pretty much ruined a tribute that's dedicated to someone who's no longer living. She's just just ruined it apparently she, i can't remember the prince tribute but apparently she ruined the prince tribute as well and i have no idea why she decided to go down this this path and i don't know why she did it she just messed it up and everything <laughs> but i was just happy i was just happy that she didn't i was just happy that she didn't get the spelling of r-e-s-p-e-c-t wrong i was just happy she spelled it right unlike um al sharpton who struggled to even spell it so in the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, Get ready. show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. <laughs> R-E-S-P-I-C-T. <laughs> oh, it's not even that hard. It's There's music for it. There's mu- music to help you spell it. Come on, it's like ABCs. Once you sing it, you can't really forget it. R-E-S-P-E-C-T, once you sing it, it's hard for, to forget. How did he miss this up? This is, this is ridiculously easy. Honestly, Al Sharpton... Uh, he takes the biggest L, honestly. Al Sharpton. So in the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. And the next time. <laughs> Put some respect on her name. That's like, what, 2016? It still stands today, man. Still stands today. 
But you guys, what do you think of Madonna's tribute? Do you think it's just ridiculous that she just messed it up? And she made it all about herself? It's crazy, isn't it? The fact that someone who's creating a tribute for someone else made it all about themselves. I know she probably tried to do this whole long self thing, but it just became about her and, not, and less about Aretha Franklin. What do you guys think? Do you like? Did you like her tribute? Do you think it was okay? Or did, was it a complete, complete flop? Let me know in the comment section, section below. So, Okay guys, so next on the list, we have to talk about what I want to talk about, CHH and marketing. It seems that CHH, they don't really know how to market themselves. They don't really know how to create some sort of spectacle about an you know, upcoming project or album or single, unlike artists in the mainstream. So for instance, let's say Drake is about to release say album, say Scorpion, he will create some sort of tension between him and what's his name, Pusha T. They created some big sort of tension. Um, he talks about his son. Um, Pusha T talks about his son. And everyone's thinking, oh no, Drake's gonna be talking about his son in his album and all these other things are gonna be happening. What's Drake gonna come out? Oh no, there's beef and everything. What's happening? Created a spectacle. There isn't really all that, there isn't any sort of spectacle in CHH. And I feel like they don't know because, you know, as you, if you're a Christian, you can't really be warring with another guy. You can't really be, um, you know, trying to create some sort of tension with another guy. Kind of goes against your faith. So they, it seems like they're struggling to create some sort of marketing strategy that gets people excited. It's just usually, hey, I'm coming out with a project. Please listen. And that's it. And it doesn't really go as far as much as a spectacle. So is there a way for people in CHH to create some sort of spectacle about an upcoming project? Let's say um, Garvey's single with um, KB, um, Fashion Joe, could he have created some sort of spectacle around that? Do you guys remember when um, No Big Deal kind of created some sort of fake spectacle, fake drama with him and everyone else within the, within the group? Um, how everyone was saying, oh, they didn't like him, how they thought he had a problem, they thought he had some sort of issues. And you've heard John Keith saying how, yeah, no big deal, has some sort of issues, he's got a problem. He created a fake sort of spectacle to create some sort of hype. Um, well, I assumed it was about the album, but later on he kind of cleared it up and said that it wasn't for an album, but it was more of a social experiment to see how people get hyped over just drama. So is there a way for people within CHH to create some sort of drama or some sort of hype around an upcoming project that isn't necessarily against their beliefs. Is it possible? I, I actually wonder if it's possible. The first thing that comes to my mind is, I don't know, because right, the first thing that comes to my mind is people are usually talking about um, crime, um, black on, well not black on black crime, um, Social, um, social justice, police brutality, all those sort of things. And that's the only thing that kind of creates some sort of hype. Other than that, I can't think of anything else. There isn't anything that really stands out. So is there, is there a way for, you know, I don't know, Lecrae and Minio, Derek Minor, um, No Big Deal, Ty Brazel, you know, dating, all those, all those guys. Is there a way for them to create some sort of hype around their project without conflicting with their beliefs is there a way i i i don't think to be honest i don't think there is and i think that's a i guess it is a problem in terms of just making everyone excited um people have to be excited for what you're going to talk about if there's no 
because pretty much we're going to be repeating ourselves we're going to be in chh you're mostly going to end up repeating yourself saying yeah god is good my money's up um this police brutality um um injustice injustice sorry that's that's pretty much the main three topics other than that there isn't anything else that someone can really talk about unless you're just talking about what you generally go through and there has to be something that can create some sort of hype around a project but i personally don't know what that is maybe you guys know what that is because nothing comes to mind right now if you think there is a way if you think there's a way chh artists can create some sort of hype around the upcoming project please let me know in the comment section below i really want to know because to me i don't think there is and i think that's a big hole in the strategy of the way they can get themselves out there and create some sort of trend um, imagine if they uh, say create some sort of spectacle and they're trending on youtube twitter um and all these other places imagine if us, us as a community 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 can make something so big um start trending that would be amazing um so what do you guys think do you have any ideas maybe if you have a few ideas you can pitch it to some of the artists or if you're an artist yourself do it i'd love to see the results if you agree let me know in the comments section below so kb and garvey have teamed up for their new single fashion joe um me i have, I have a few opinions on it i don't know what, if you guys probably have the same opinions but let me play the tune for you first and then we'll talk about it after so this is their new new single So guys, yeah, you're listening to it. Let me know. Do you like it? Do you like it? This is the hook right now. Is this your sort of thing? Designers make us cool, man. How about the designer that made you that? Well, I got the news, I, 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 I,
So that was Garvey's and KB's new single, Fashion Joe. Did you guys like it? To me, I thought it was, it was okay. It wasn't anything, it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't blow me away. It was, the hook was okay. I guess they need to experiment a little bit more with the their music. It's still, it feels like Garvey's other track, or Garvey's other album, shall I say. It, it doesn't, isn't anything spectacular or that dramatically different. Um, I, I think it was all right, but what did you guys think? Let me know in the comment section below. I'd love to know your thoughts. Drake is an amazing artist. Whether you like his music or not, the guy is undeniably, he's brilliant. He knows what he's doing. He knows his audience. He knows what he's trying to achieve and he does it well. But what is the key to his, his success? What can other artists learn from what Drake is doing? And I think there are a few things that people can learn. One of the reasons why Drake is so successful is because he's not afraid to experiment with different sounds and different styles. Back in I think the late 2000s, Drake was one of the first to actually start singing. In the beginning, people started to take a mic, people used to um, cuss him, used to laugh at him, but people kind of started to like it and it grew on them. And he became this, you know, not just a rapper, but also a singer. And it, it popped off. From that, we got um, Hotline Bling and all these other things. I think Hotline Bling kind of goes into the R&B, I guess, kind of. I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong. But it's something different and it's something fresh that everyone liked and everyone enjoyed. So, so not being afraid to experiment with new sounds is one of the biggest keys. One of the things that Drake does is he goes back to goes to London, he goes back and forth to Canada, and he hears different styles, different types of music to that can kind of influence the music that he's creating. He's been accused of stealing flows from different artists, especially from the UK, such as Nines and C Biz. Now, he might some you know give them a shout out in some way or form, saying, "Hey, shout out to this person," yeah, just to recognize that you know it's their flow. But speaking, but nonetheless. He's experimenting with different things. He's taking bits from different people and trying to incorporate it into his own music. And that's what a lot of artists are doing right now. A lot of them are just simply doing the whole, um, you know, the kind of 21 Savage, not even 21 Savage, but more like a Migos kind of flow, um, playing around with auto-tune because that's what everyone's doing right now. Not a lot of people are willing to try something new and different. And that's what Drake does. And I think it's really paying off for him. It's paying off for him in in promotions. It's paying off for him with partnerships with different brands. It's paying off for him in different avenues. And that's what a lot of people need to do, not just to you know, not just to stand out, but just for longevity to say, hey, I'm different and I can stand out. The second thing that Drake does is he takes on different artists. Another thing that Drake does is he puts up and coming artists at the forefront. I can mention The Weeknd, I can mention Nav. Some of you guys might not like Nav, but nonetheless, he puts him at the far forefront. And more recently, Blockboy JB. These guys have been pushed at the forefront. And because now they've blown up, Drake can collaborate with them. And he's just constantly in your face. He constantly knows who to, who to work with, who to um, you know, do some sort of production or project with. And it markets to the audience that he wants to attract. Right now, he's kind of going back down to the grassroots level, kind of the street level in a sense with Blockboy JB by doing, you know, all these other, and it's working for him. 
The third thing that Drake has pretty much nailed down is great PR. He knows who to be with, he knows how to create a buzz, he knows how to be in front of people. Um, whether it's Jennifer Lopez from, you know, back in the day when they said they were dating, whether it's Nicki Minaj, whether it's Pusha T with the whole Drake and Pusha T beef. He knows how to create great PR. Even his bad PR is great PR because it's keeping everyone thinking about Drake. And that's something that he's always known to do. When Nicki Minaj released her album Queen, he knew that if I popped up in her Instagram videos and said, hey, Fifi, better than Kiki, that would create a whole lot of buzz. Then Takashi 69 would be up in arms and everyone would be talking about Nicki, Drake and Takashi. So everyone's winners. He knows how to create good PR and you can't doubt that Drake just knows how to do it. Another thing that helps him is that he's always pretty much knows what's going to trend. He knows what's going to be popular. It's like he's got pop culture in his veins. The guy knows what he's doing. Whether it's um, the shoot with Blockboy JB, everyone's starting to do that dance. Wherever you've seen it on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, even grandparents are doing it. You see old people doing it. You see middle-aged people doing it. Kids are doing it. Everyone's doing it. And because they're all doing that dance, they can they automatically listen to the song, they think of Drake and they think of Blockboy JB. And even the In My Feelings challenge, now I know that Drake didn't set that up. I know that it wasn't, he didn't organize it. It was a Instagrammer who kind of kicked it off and everyone started copying and doing it. But nonetheless, he a pop, 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 a pop culture trend pretty much helped him. And it's got everyone listening to that track. It was actually number one for quite, quite a while. And I think even if I go further back down to the to Hotline Bling. Everyone did that kind of stupid dance with Hotline Bling. It was something that was trended across social media and he's always at the forefront. I don't know how he does it. He's just got a great PR team. He knows what he's doing, but it seems to work for him. And those are pretty much my, that's my short list of the things that's keeping Drake on top. Trying, trying different things, um, working with up and coming artists, being in front of pop culture trends, and keep people talk, keep people talking about him by creating some sort of a hysteria, whether it's about Jennifer Lopez, Nicki Minaj, and so forth. But what do you guys think? Are there other things that's keeping Drake on top, or do you think there are other forces at play? Let me know what you think in the comment section below. Can you like an artist even if they don't have the same political view as you? Would you buy their music if? You find out they don't align politically with you. Let's say you're a Republican, whatever, and you find out the artist that you like and love is always saying, hate, I hate Trump, um, I hate the right, I hate everything they believe, and whatnot. But they're putting out pretty good music still, and sometimes every now and then they put um, political stuff in their music. Would you still be a fan of that artist? And on the other side, let's say you're... Let's say you're a liberal on the left and the artist you're listening to is saying they like Trump, they support Trump and they disagree with all these other things. Would you still listen to their music? Would you buy it? Now, some of you are thinking, yeah, I'll still buy it. But obviously that isn't necessarily true. Have you seen what's happening in the world right now? When Kanye came out, everyone wanted to crucify him. They said, I'm not buying your music. I can't believe you've gone this side. You're in the sunken place. Come out the sunken place. You're still in Get Out. Um, 
Don't get me wrong, there's some things that Kanye did say that was like crazy, like slavery is a choice. Of course, slavery isn't a choice. But later on, he clarified what he meant. But my point is, if an artist doesn't side with what you side with politically, would you still listen to them? The reason why I bring this up is because there's so many artists who've pretty much said their political beliefs and they pretty much receive fire and brimstone. A lot of people want to crucify them. And now because of that, artists tend to keep their views hidden. And that's mostly and that's mostly the artists that probably side with Trump. They don't necessarily want to reveal themselves because they figured out that, hey, if I reveal myself, my fans aren't going to follow me. My fans aren't going to buy my music and I'll be out of pocket just because of what I believe. They might not necessarily believe everything that person believes, but they'll be out of pocket. And now on the other side, I've actually seen an artist, one artist, one artist that comes to mind. You probably don't know of him, but he's an up and artist called What Up RG. Um, a new artist and a lot of his fan base are from the leaning on the right side and he said a simple post saying when you remember your um, when you remember your president is Trump and he's kind of like has a sad expression on his face and a lot of his artists a lot of his fans shall I say said oh why don't you go back to where you came from and be happier there um, kind of like a racist undertone um, or you know it's just a horrible undertone from some of his fans and most likely some of them have said actually they're not going to buy his music anymore because of his the way how he stands and what he believes in or the way how he feels so is it possible to actually like an artist and not agree with their, their um agree with their political stance um i'd like to know what you think but from what i've seen happening right now is a lot of people don't think so a lot of people can't do it. Um, one artist is Lecrae. Lecrae um, put out his, well, not political stance, but what he feels, how he feels towards Black Lives Matter. And a lot of people decided not to follow him or decided not to buy his music. Um, with Eminem, um, he put out how he thought about Trump. And a lot of people decided not to follow him, said, hey, now you're not a goat. I'm not going to follow your music. You're not um, the greatest rapper of all time. Um, I'm, I'm following you, not buying your next album. That's it. It's, so is it really possible? I, 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 I would like to say it is because I think art is art. You know, when someone creates a good piece of art, you want to listen to that great piece of art. You don't really care about their political views or opinions. Come on, it's like saying, let's say, I don't know, um, or great artist, one of those painters, um, you know, in the great cathedrals. That, that one, that what's that? Um, Leonardo, who created the image, the great painting on the wall and the ceiling. It's like finding out he, I don't know, he like advocated for slave. He he wanted to um to push forward for slavery, and he had several slaves. Does that take away the art that is painted on the wall? Me personally, I don't think it takes away the art that is painted on the wall. That's his art. I don't have to like him on the, as a person. But I could say, hey, okay, that is a good picture. You know, I'll probably then again think then again thinking about it, knowing that he wants to push forward for slavery, I probably wouldn't support him. <laughs> but I wouldn't say his art is bad. But that's why I'm kind of like in, in a conundrum. I don't know whether I can or can't, because if you dif disagree with someone, especially if they're racist, um I wouldn't be able to I wouldn't want to support them. But what if they're not racist? What if they're not prejudiced? What if they're not sexist? What if they're not 
whatever is on isms there is can you still support them it could be a simple thing it could be something like let's say um, right now the hotline is um, immigration let's say someone says i disagree with immigration um from mexico i want to put um, i want the wall to go up if they said that would you still buy their music would you still feel like okay i want to and it isn't let's say it isn't for a racist reason to just say they're just saying the country's too full and i want the wall to go up would you still buy their music or would you say hey i disagree with your political view um i don't care what the reason is i'm not buying your music is that the case for you i really i would really like to know your thoughts because right now it seems like in music and entertainment people are walking on eggshells they don't know what to say they don't know what to they're afraid to say certain things even comedians dave Chappelle said a joke about transgenders and a lot of people came at him with pitchforks even though pretty much every group and demographic has had a joke said about them black white asian muslim christian every pretty much group under the sun has had a joke said about them so i feel like no one's off limits but right now everyone's kind of walking on eggshells and don't know what to say don't know what to do keeping things secret keeping things hidden because they don't want to lose their money they don't want to lose pretty much their livelihood so back to you guys can you be a fan of an artist who you disagree with politically let me know in the comment section below i'd love to know your thoughts um to, to, to end this podcast i feel like i have to talk about this because this is something that's really been happening over i've noticed it over kctv since the since it pretty much started and it's this the thing the problem is is that christians find it hard to accept that not everything that you not everything that's secular not everything that's mainstream or non-christian is bad not everything that is mainstream is bad and the reason why i say this is because i can use i don't know music as, as an example the reason why i bring this up is because a lot of people think that let's just say one song that Nicki Minaj does is bad means every single song she does hereafter is bad and that isn't the case it's like a movie um there could be a movie that's a, a director could do a horror and it's scary has let's say it has possession and all that other stuff and next thing you know they could do a movie that's just about um the mob um you know um Tony Soprano or whatever sort of you know Godfather Goodfellas or Godfather kind of mash up kind of thing not everything they do is necessarily the same as they did the thing they did before if if that makes sense to you now the reason why i say that is because i don't believe that all music is bad i don't believe that all music is bad and i don't believe that i can just because i disagree with their music doesn't mean i can't really be interested in what they're doing in their life um i might not like drake's music but i might be interested in what he's doing in his life um recently he did a great thing he went to the hospital to visit a 11 year old who has a heart heart a heart problem and she wants to have a heart transplant so she's looking for a donor or someone unfortunately he might pass away i don't know i'm not a surgeon i'm not a doctor um so she's waiting for someone who can pass you know give her their heart and drake one of her wishes was to obviously get a heart and to see drake and drake decided to turn up at the hospital and surprise her and you know she um she got an autograph signed from him and she drake got her autograph um she got her to sign an autograph and everything and taking pictures doing great things doing lovely things and 
that's sees that seems to be like Drake as a person. Now I can like Drake as a person. I could be interested in that. I'd want to follow that. I want to see more of that. But it seems like Christians, because they don't agree with their music, they don't want anything to do with that. One example is we, I posted. We one example is we posted something about who was it again? We posted about Kanye's news slide on Yeezys we posted about his new Yeezys and someone said why are we talking about the world I'm not I'm not even talking about the world I'm talking about these uh, sneakers people buy trainers people buy sneakers um what's wrong with talking about that but because people are caught up with their music they feel like we mustn't talk about them as a person entirely and I think that's wrong I think we must be we have we can be interested in people what they're doing it's not everything that they're doing is bad if they're doing something bad constantly obviously you don't want to be interested in that you don't want to promote it you don't want to even be interested in it um if there's a girl who's constantly stripping and you don't want to be looking at you know half naked girls and everything obviously you don't want to be looking at that that's completely different but i'm talking about son who's just doing a regular thing and they're doing pretty good things here and there i'd want to be interested in that so i feel like they we as christians need to kind of separate the person from the art we need to create create some sort of separation um there could be and even so the music isn't always bad there could be love songs there could be um songs about um hope and achievements or where you've come from there could be songs about overcoming different there could be songs about anything um, as long as it isn't going against what I believe in, I think there's nothing wrong with it. People, some people don't want to listen to love songs because they feel like a love song is wrong. Why didn't God create love? Didn't God create, um, you know, companionship? Didn't God create all these things? It's like people don't realize that the thing that you're against is something that God has created, and it makes no sense. I just, I don't, I don't like to in the podcast. I don't like to go right into you know fall into the bible and everything because i like to make this podcast kind of accessible for everyone open to everyone but i just like to say songs of solomon if you think that if you think sexual songs is so wrong cut that out of the bible because that is one of the most sexual chapters or scriptures you can read honestly but it's there it's not it's not about loss it's about love there's now that's what i'm trying to say there's certain things you can listen to there's certain things that isn't wrong there's nothing wrong with it and right now i feel like especially within chh and christian music in general there's people don't know what to believe a lot of people have grown up believing certain things they haven't really read themselves and i believe there's different types of music you can listen to and there's nothing wrong with it there's different artists that you can follow and be interested in and there's nothing wrong with it why can't we get that i, I don't know I, maybe I'm, I'm just rambling right now but guys do you agree with me do you think i'm just in my own little world and it's not true what i'm saying is just incorrect or do you think what i'm saying has a bit of weight to it let me know in the comment section below but guys that's the end of our podcast um that's a bit of um, news um to hopefully the next podcast you'll be listening to will feature a guest who will be going back and forth and guys thank you for listening um if you want to hit me up follow me on instagram at jp dinnell that's on instagram ask me any questions um 
um you know ask me anything you want so that's jp dinnell j-p-d-i-n-n-a-l-l hit me up um send me a dm and i'll holler at you back thanks for listening